Welcome to the Do What You Love podcast, a podcast with a mixture of personal development and career advice to help you reach your full potential. Now over to your host, Life Purpose Champion, Amanda Heal. Welcome to another episode of the Do What You Love podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Heal. Consider what you do each day. Are you following your passion and doing what you love? Or are you following in the footsteps of a relative and doing what they did? Or perhaps you're doing a job that someone said that you'd be good at or that would make you a lot of money. If you said yes to either of the last two questions, it's possible that you might be following someone else's dream. So in this episode, I would like to talk to you about how I discovered that I was following someone else's dream and what I did about it. Hopefully this will resonate with you in some way. When I was in high school, I did work experience with a physiotherapist and I loved it. So I decided that that's what I wanted to be. But when I applied to the physio schools in Australia, they all said, oh, good gracious, how are we going to train you? You're a blind person. And we are used to training groups of hundreds of sighted people at one time. We can't possibly have you. Of course, this was before the days of the Disability Discrimination Act. So there was really nothing I could do. So I enrolled in the North London School of Physiotherapy, which was a school specially set up to train blind students in small numbers. I commenced the course and was doing well. But four months into the course, I was told that I would have to leave as I could not continue to study physio. The reason that they gave was because I had spatial awareness problems. Now this means practically in my life that I sometimes get disorientated in open spaces. And another interesting way that it affects me is that I have trouble holding things level like bowls of soup or trays. But really it doesn't affect me that much. But the excuse they gave was they said, oh look, you know, you'll never be able to work in a big gym or in a swimming pool or in a big hospital, that kind of thing, which is crazy because most blind physios qualify and then they go into private practice anyway. But I think there was a bit of a political agenda behind that, which I never really quite understood. But before I came back to Australia, I stayed briefly with my aunt in England. And I remember sitting in her lounge room late one night saying, what can I do? I just wanted to be a physio. She said, oh, you've got a good brain. Why don't you study law? I said, well, what do lawyers do? Because the only memory I had of a lawyer was when I was eight and their lawyer was reading my grandfather's will. So she filled me in. And I thought, oh, yeah, that sounds all right. So I got back to Australia and I enrolled in commerce because before I'd gone off to London, I had got good marks in year 12 and I'd been accepted to study commerce at the Australian National University. But I thought, oh, well, you know, I don't need that because I'm going to be a physio. But my dad very wisely said, why don't you defer for a year, just in case. I'm so glad I did. So when I got back to Australia, I enrolled in commerce because I didn't have the marks to enrol in law. And that was fine. I went on and studied commerce and forgot about what my aunt had said. Until second year when I enrolled in a law subject and loved it. Then I remembered what my aunt had said. And because I'd had good marks in commerce, I was able to pick up law and make it a combined degree. Thankfully, I enjoyed my legal studies and really most of my 17-year legal career as a government lawyer. But law was never really my dream. It wasn't my passion. It was my aunt's dream. And my darling aunt, really, 
All she wanted was for her grandchildren and her nieces and her nephews to get into good professions. And she succeeded. One of my cousins is a GP. One of my cousins is a teacher. One of my cousins has a management job in retail. And I I got into law. Like many people, I would get up every day and go to work and for the most part enjoyed my job. But I remember there was a, used to be a show on in Australia called The Money Show and they would interview these people who had quit their regular nine-to-five jobs and had started their own businesses. And I always used to envy these people because they'd go, oh, you know, I used to be a such-and-such and now I'm doing this business and I'm loving it so much. I'm working 18-hour days, but I don't care because at last I'm following my dream. I'm following my passion. And I always used to envy them and think, gosh, I wish I was following my passion. I'm just getting up and going to work each day. And the last couple of years of law, I started to get quite disillusioned with the whole process, but never really did anything because I thought, oh, well, you know, I don't know what else I could do. But then I took a redundancy and ran a network marketing business for a little while and then retrained as a John C. Maxwell speaker, trainer and coach. And as I started to coach a few people and do a bit of speaking, people would say to me, gosh, you're so inspiring and you're so encouraging. I never really understood that because, you know, I wasn't trying to be inspiring or encouraging. I was just being me. But to cut a long story short, I discovered that my life purpose and my passion is to inspire and encourage others. And now that I'm doing that every day, through various means, through speaking, through this podcast, through a little bit of coaching, I'm living out my dream, not my aunt's. I'm living out my dream. I'm living out my passion. And work doesn't feel like work anymore. I love it. I woke up this morning and the first thing I thought of was, yay, I get to record my podcast today. So I encourage you, consider what you do each day, coming back to those original questions. Are you following your passion or your dream? Are you living out your life purpose? Or are you following in the footsteps of a relative and doing what they did? Which would you rather? Would you rather be living someone else's dream and making it fit? Or would you rather live out your own dream, your own passion, your own purpose? I always say that discovering your life purpose is like finding gold. Some gold is right there on the surface. You can see it. You can pick it up. You can scoop it out of a creek with a pan. But other gold, it's buried down deep. You have to dig down a long way to find it. And then you have to get the rock out and break the rock up and refine the gold and get it out. And it's a, it's a big process. Purpose is a bit like that, I think. Some people's life purpose is right on the surface. And you might be one of those. You might already know what you would love to do or have always wanted to do and haven't for whatever reason. So go for it. But if you're one of those, like me, whose purpose was buried down deep underneath a whole lot of life and worries and circumstances and doubts and fears, and it had to be dug up, and I'll tell you that story some other time. In fact, you can hear that story in episodes one, two, and three of this podcast. If you're one of those and you would like to search for your life purpose, may I recommend that you listen to episodes one, two, and three of this podcast and that will point you on your way to do that. Now, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Do What You Love podcast. 
Until next time, have a great day and do what you love. You've been listening to the Do What You Love podcast with Amanda Heal. Feeling unfulfilled and frustrated and unclear what to do next? Access Amanda's Are You Living Out Your Purpose quiz and resources to get you started on your journey to doing what you love at www.purposevisionfuture.com. That's purposevisionfuture.com.